Welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, we're talking about and. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I know, and what? Is that what you're thinking? And what? What about and? That's such a weird title and topic for an episode, but it's really not. It's going to be fun, trust me. So and is this cute little three-letter word, so innocent, so common, so like, you know, probably the most common word, right? I don't know. Um, Kind of boring, (laughs) kind of just all over the place, and, but it's really pretty huge. And so when I talk about and, I'm going to kind of pit it against its maybe opposite, which is either or. So we're looking at and instead of either or. So the thing about and, again, what is what is up with this word? Uh, back in June, we had the Little School of Big Change live, the U.S. version. There was a U.S. and a London version. Um, I'm talking about the U.S. version. So in that uh, in that live event and that weekend, and became kind of our unofficial co-theme. And since then, we talk about it in the school all the time. I have a framed ampersand on my wall. So and has just become this big topic for us. And and I'm excited to talk about it here. But basically, like at the, the official theme of that Little School of Big Change Live event was change along the vertical dimension. So we talked about, kind of set up the weekend talking about horizontal change how change happens along the horizontal in life. And there's actually a podcast episode on this from last January. It's not really about this. And I might be wrong. (laughs) I might be lying that it's last January, but I think it was. I think it was around New Year for some reason. Anyway, um, it may have been February. Just don't listen to me. Just go see if you can find it. It says something along uh, something around horizontal and vertical change. But to, if you if you're interested in getting more information on that, you can check that one out. But anyway, the the official theme of the event was talking about change along this horizontal dimension versus change along the vertical. So in horizontal, we're kind of in our heads. Everything's linear. We improve upon. We change from A to B. We better things yada, yada. Vertical change is a whole different story. It's along a completely different dimension. And it's more in in terms of like how we have insights and how we, we leap. We have a leap in consciousness and suddenly we see things differently that we didn't have to make happen incrementally. Now, in that conversation, we were constantly saying and. So, It's not that we have horizontal change or we have vertical change. It's that we have both. There's there's change happening along the horizontal and at the exact same time, there's change happening along the vertical. And so in that weekend, everything became about and. And it's really significant and really huge and really expansive because look at the word and. I mean, that's what it is. It's like everyone's invited to the party. And means, yeah, and you too, and you too, and this too, and that also. So it's everything you experience and everything you've never experienced. 
and everything you remember experiencing and everything you don't remember experiencing, everything you will never experience. It's this and all of that too. You know, it's and is this little like bridge word that opens us up to the the totality of everything. It's all inclusive. It's as inclusive as it gets. And it's significant because only our linear logical minds really deal in terms of either or. So to a mind, a lot of things look like an either or. It's like, it's either sunny or it's raining. Pick one. It's either black or it's white. Pick one. And doesn't do that pick one thing. And says, hey, I don't know, maybe it could be black, white, purple, pink, and gray all at the same time. I can see all of those truths in there. So either or is is kind of a way of being where there's one thing that's true and that's it. And for us human beings, practically speaking, that one thing that tends to be true is whatever we're seeing in that very moment. So when we're in our heads, when, you know, that's just one way of saying it, but in our linear logical minds, it just looks like, well, this is just what is. I'm here. This is what I'm experiencing. Seems right. Seems true. Seems valid. Nothing else is around. This is it. And allows us our experience, but opens us up to say, hey, yeah, they may, that may be what you're experiencing in this very moment. And the complete opposite could also be true. And it could mean nothing about you. And who the heck knows what you're going to get in the next moment. So is it really as important as it looks? Like, And is like this amazing gateway that just opens us up to the infinite potential of everything. Either or shuts us down. And either or, again, lives in our head. And just because, you know, our our brains can only take so much. So they want to know what's what. And they want to limit. And they want to narrow. And they want to label and name things. And which limits and narrows for good reason. And... We can have brains that limit and narrow and name and judge and make our lives very small, relatively small, and see, oh, that's just how a mind works. That's not the ultimate truth here. That's just the picture my mind gives me. So I want to go through a few very common either or versus and kind of things. So let me say it a better way. Kind of areas where life can look very either or it can look like only one of these can be true. It's either black or it's white. It's this one or it's that one. And kind of look at it from the and perspective because I think the six and a half minutes of this podcast so far might be making your head explode and I wouldn't blame you for that. <laughs> it's kind of making mine explode too. This is definitely a topic that's that's uh, better better grasped if we can walk through some examples. So one of these is that we're always well. Things are happening perfectly all the time, according to this far larger intelligence than, than what we can see. So there's something bigger at play. Things are always perfect. We're always, we're full of innate health. Everything is always okay. And we as human beings can really, really not 
feel well. We can be 100% in the experience of not having health and things being really wrong. We can protest, we can picket, we can grieve, we can say it's not fair, this shouldn't have happened. We can be completely scared for our survival, you know, for, for our health, for how things look. And at the same time, it can also be true in the exact same moment that we're experiencing that as vividly as anyone can ever experience anything. It can also be true that everything is unfolding perfectly, that there are no mistakes in the big picture. Now, how can both of these be true? Because there are multiple levels of consciousness, if you want to say it that way, multiple levels of reality. And we as human beings just just swim between them. We flow in and out of them and we change and we swap. And sometimes we see the bigger picture and it's, I'm sure, not even the big picture, but it's a bigger picture than what we were in a minute ago. And we tend to feel a little lighter and a little freer. And there's a lot more and in that, in that picture. And then other times we get very restricted and closed and we can't see anything. And that is just as real. It's just as real. And from that level of consciousness within that level, it's just as true. But we're always moving in and out. So really it's a big and, like both are true. Another one is around um, changing our lives, like changing the way we are in life. Like we, we as humans change on some level and we can make changes. So things happen. We change our circumstances. We change our settings. We change our minds. We change our beliefs. Our feelings change. And at one level, it very much looks like we're doing that. You know, not that, not that we're, not that it's just happening to us or even through us, but that we have this active role in it. Like we make decisions to make change. We see things at a different We see new possibilities that we didn't see 10 minutes ago. And when we act on them, suddenly a whole new world opens up that literally was invisible to us 10 minutes prior. That happens in human life all the time. So it absolutely feels like we're making this change and, and we can change our life and move and change a job or a relationship status or those types of things at that level we do. And at the same time, there is no job, relationship, life out there that isn't really made of our own thinking. So there are other physical things around us, or so it seems, <laughs> but our our whole experience of something like a job, a relationship, a, a life, you know, how I'm doing in life, where I am, like all of that kind of stuff is made from our own thinking. So it's like on the on one side, it absolutely looks like we're making things happen and influencing the world around us. And on the other side, and also true, on the other side, there is no world around us out there as much as it seems because it's all coming from within us. So there are 
more like this. I'm going to let you sit with that one for a minute. That one can make heads explode. All of these can. And that's the point, right? That's kind of the point. Like that's why they so much look like either ors so often because our head can only handle one side of this. Our head's like, no, 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 you don't get black and white. You pick one. It's one or the other. But but when our mind relaxes, we see gray. And again, we see a billion other colors in there. So as your mind relaxes, don't think about this. And if you feel like your head's going to explode right now, just shut this off and come back later. But if you can let your mind just kind of relax, you'll it's almost like letting your eyes relax and your vision starts to widen. You get the and. You get a lot more in your vision than when your vision is very narrow and you're staring hard at something. Do that with your head. Okay. So this one, probably the biggest one really, and my personal favorite, is we're all one. There's only one of us, and it's not really an us. (laughs) There's only one, one thing, and it's not really a thing, right? There's this one energy, this one intelligence, this oneness, everything's all one. And... And at the very same time, we live an experience of separateness, of individuality, and both get to be true in different levels. Now, I really had to sit with this one a little bit in in terms of how I'm presenting it here because I'm saying that the and opens us up to all of these things being true at once and them not being paradoxical as they seem to our heads, that that at different levels, all of this is playing out all the time. And I do see that with this oneness and separateness thing. But I guess in my mind, and maybe this is just how I see it, it looks to me, at least in this one, maybe in all of them, that that there's kind of like a bigger truth, you know, like like it looks to me like we're we're one and that's the real truth. That's the bigger truth. And then we kind of also have this experience of separateness. So I don't know if that makes this one different than any others. I, don't, I might have to just see as I as I talk through some of these. But um, I just want to throw that out there. And again, that doesn't mean I'm right. I'm not saying like this is the way it is. It's just how it looks to me. It looks to me like ultimately there's just one. And in our human experience we see separate things with names and labels and we experience ourselves obviously and and lots of other things pretty much everything else in the world of form as separate and different and at different levels it's all true we don't have to pick one our level our level of consciousness is fluid we have moments of just deep connection with the person in front of us and and we're slipping into another level we're in, a, we're in a deeper knowing of oneness. And then they say something that our mind says is crazy and we jump back into our separateness. <laughs> and that can happen in a split second. So we're always swimming between these levels. It's all very, very fluid. So us being one is kind of like true in the same sense that the table that you might be sitting at or the chair that you're sitting on feels solid. But when we really look at it, under a microscope and know the physics behind it, which I don't know, we see that it's not as solid as it looks. I think the same, we can say the same with us. And so the next one that I want to talk about kind of feeds into that. It can look like we feel other people, meaning like we can feel their energy. 
I had a question when I went to NHS a few weeks ago um, about like, oh, if we're if we're only feeling our own thinking. Well, let me say the let me say the either or first. It looks like we feel others. We feel their energy. We catch feelings from them. Like on some level, I think that is absolutely true. And at the same time, we feel our own thinking, which is something that you're probably very familiar with, that phrase. We feel our own thinking. We can't feel their stuff. It's not one or the other. It's both. It's both. So the question I got at NHS from some psychologist was about transference and how it's a whole psychological thing, but basically our clients or patients can feel stuff from us and attribute stuff to us. And it's this whole thing that's very intertwined. And it's a phenomenon, right? It's a psychological phenomenon, fine. But how can that coexist was the question with this fact that we just feel our own thinking and we're separate. Well, both are true. Both are true. We come in and out of it. Again, it's exactly like oneness and separateness. On some level, of course, we feel others' pain and we feel their joy. And when we're in a nice place, and like I share with the coaches I work with, when we see their health, they believe us. They feel it. When we see someone's health, they feel it. How can that be if we're each feeling our own thinking moment to moment? Well, it is because both are true. (laughs) So in that oneness, it's all one field and we're all sharing everything because we are all the same. There's no separation. So it's not that we're giving them something. There is no us and them. And, And as we slip into other levels of consciousness, and again, I mean, second by second, certain bits of experience seem to happen within us that don't translate. You know, like like we say, oh, wasn't that a funny look he gave you? And they say, what look? I didn't see any funny look. Well, that's just as true as the fact that we feel that person's energy right next to us at all at the exact same time. And again, this is an and because life is a lot more expansive than the single level of consciousness that we're in in any given moment. So to our heads, it'll only look like I can just see things where I am right now. But bigger than our heads, it's always an and. So we feel others, we're impacted by them, just even the feeling of them, the energy of them, and we feel our own thinking moment to moment. Okay, another one is... um, I don't have a good way to describe this if you haven't been through the school, but in Little School of Big Change, there's an animation called the Parallel Tracks animation. Now, people have loved this animation over the years, um, and I have too up until recently. <laughs> and I still I still love it. It's a great illustration. So basically, it's this animation of these two track, these two train tracks, right? And two trains, and they're running on parallel tracks and they don't ever cross over. And kind of the the metaphor we're giving is it's like life is happening. So there's stuff happening right now. It's winter. It's Monday as I record this and as you listen to it, maybe. Um, you know, like things are happening in politics. They're happening in the world. Like there's life out there. And our experience 
is coming from thought in the moment within us. So that's the parallel tracks idea is that they don't cross over. Like we don't feel life out there directly. We feel our own moment to moment experience, which which tells a story that's about life. So I feel thought arising within me, which is having a conversation about life out there. And it makes it look like I'm feeling life out there, but I'm really feeling it within me. So as far as an illustration goes for how experience comes from within us and we can't directly feel like like that things out in the world can't make us feel a certain way, it's a great animation and I stand behind it and I love it. And it's also dead wrong <laughs> because, because it sets it up as if out there and in here are two independent things and they can't be. Like I just said, right? With the other example, there is no out there that isn't coming from in here. Outside and inside, and that's another one, right? It looks like it's outside or it's inside. It's either or. No, no. Everything we see outside is inside because we see through thinking first. And does it go outside and grab physical objects that our senses pick up? Yeah, it tells stories about them, right? So it's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. But it, there's a way in which it can sound very separate and it's not. It's all kind of one. The whole inside-outside thing is, is all the same thing. So this comes up a lot uh, also when we talk about, like there's been a lot of conversation in my community recently around um, health issues and things like um, allergies or, or physical reactions to anxiety, right? Like heart palpitations or dizziness or swelling or sweating or I don't know, whatever happens, right? And, and again, this is a time where it can look like and sometimes it's super helpful to talk about it like this. Okay, that's just what's happening. That doesn't have any inherent meaning. Like you don't have to freak out when you, when your heart beats, even if your heart races, if you know that that happens to you all the time. Like you don't have to freak out about that. That's just a thing happening. And then your experience is something else. Well, yes, and <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, and it's the exact same thing. Like these symptoms and physical things we feel are thought. They don't even come from thought. They are thought. They are the the felt manifested aspect of thought. It's all one thing. And it's all different things when we look at it at that level. And sometimes it's really helpful to just look at it at that level. You know, sometimes it's super helpful. I mean, you know, and that's kind of what makes us human is that we get to pick apart and say, oh, this causes that or this triggers that. And if you listen to the triggers episode, you'll know, again, this is exactly what I'm saying there. Truly, there's no thing that triggers an experience within us, but we're human beings and it's okay to use that word and talk in those terms. Everyone will know what you mean and it might help you to communicate something, but we just want to know, oh, at some level, this is how it appears. There's a cause and effect. There's a triggering. There's a, a thought and then a symptom, a feeling and then a physical symptom. And at the exact same time, that's not true at all. It's all one thing. 
So if your head has not exploded yet, or maybe if it has, maybe that's even better (laughs) if it has, you might hear this more deeply without your head in the way. See, See if you can kind of get an expansive feeling from this. Life is so not pick a lane, either or, this or that, the way, and it is, you know, it's not the way that it seems in our heads, the way, and I'll just speak for myself, the way that it looked to me and like I was told it was and like I thought was the wise way to go through life. Well, of course, you pick a side, you have an opinion, you take a stand, you make a choice, you set a goal, you make a decision, either or, either or, either or, either or. On some level, still today and maybe forever, that stuff's helpful. And it is not the only truth. There is much bigger truth. You can can have that and everything else, you know? Like it's so much, so much bigger. And, And what I really want you to see in this is the reason why. And I don't know how to articulate this any better than how I'm trying to and and stumbling through this, but it sure looks like there's multiple levels of seeing life that are available to us in every single moment. And it's kind of like the radio frequency thing, right? We kind of just get tuned into different levels or different frequencies in different moments, but we're always changing. That channel's always changing. It's like the antenna, the old school antenna that you had to wiggle all the time until you find that right spot. We're always moving in and out. And that's what the and kind of shows us. We're never locked into anything. It's never the, the way it looks is never the way it is. The way it looks is the way it is from that level of seeing things. And there are always infinite levels beyond that one, which is pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, like anything is possible. It makes it so that you don't even have to jump 50 levels to be happy. Like just knowing that there are 50 billion levels available and that you're just seeing things in the one little level you're seeing things from in that moment. And it's fluid. We're always swimming around. Just that alone like opens you up, doesn't it? It's like, oh, and, and. It's so the opposite of limiting. It's so expansive. All right. Thank you for listening to my little and rant. I hope it's been helpful, really. I hope this little word takes on a new new significance for you. Thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Have you heard about the course I'm doing with Barb Patterson, Scott Kelly, and Angus and Rohini Ross? It's called 2020 Insight, and it's a four-week virtual course designed to help you start your new year, your new decade, really, fresh, totally fresh with a blank slate, free of old conditioning and old ways of seeing things. Each week we'll have a specific focus and we'll be led by one of us. So you'll receive a video lesson every morning, Monday through Thursday, and then have a live webinar every Friday hosted by that week's teacher. So I kick off the course the week of January 20th talking about habits. You'll get a video from me every day and a live webinar with me on that Friday. Then Scott talks about health for a week, Angus and Rohini about relationships, and Barb talks about purpose and work. You'll be in a private Facebook group where we'll be coaching you throughout the four weeks and we'll wrap the program with a live webinar with all five of us. 
You can see more at barbarapatterson.com slash insight, and I'll share that link in the show notes. The course begins January 20th, and it's going to be an incredible way to kick off the new year. So please join us.